So the last episode was probably, I would think, maybe the most like influential boss fight in the first book. Not because Vaz was extremely powerful, although she was, um, but she had an absolute vendetta against you. Against pretty much the whole town. And a boss fight is always so much better, not only when it's strong and, you know, it's a really hard boss fight and you finally do it, you know, no matter how many times you try to fight blank uh, Dark Souls boss, but <laughs> yeah, when something is, like, against you as a person and you existing and you take it personal and then you conquer that. And I think that Vaz was that kind of boss fight. Well, Benson has said in the past it was his purpose in this whole quest line was to kill Voss. And he didn't get to do it, but he convinced somebody to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you as a you, you as a unit uh, absolutely killed her. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, my question is killed. I mean, what boss fight affected you more than any other? Oh jeez. Oh man. Oh, I gotta sink into uh, history in that one. So, is this like specifically like campaigns we played with? Campaigns, video games, anything. Oh, I got one for you right now. Okay. So, me and Jake play a five E campaign with a good friend of ours, and um, I play a wizard. Mm. And this wizard found possibly the most important magical item on the continent at the time. It's a staff. That has the ability, if properly tuned, to cast 10th level spells. What? And somebody stole that from me. <laughs> a, a little uh, gnome sorcerer slash wizard, because he multiclassed, um, stole it from me in a night raid. And I told everybody, when we eventually found him again, I'm killing this gnome. <laughs> and... It wasn't even the main boss. The gnome, the sorcerer, was just the big boss's lackey. So we fought the main boss. He got away. But my wizard killed the gnome. I got my staff back. I have never felt this rush of just power. <laughs> you know? That is probably the most satisfied I've ever been, including all the video games I've played. Wow. For me, I'm going to go back to, uh, it's probably like 2000 or 2001, when uh, I was successfully able to beat both Emerald and Ruby Weapon in Final Fantasy VII oh, without yeah. doing the Lucky Sevens cheat. That's a big one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> those, I spent a lot of time beating those two. <laughs> but, I mean, considering... Individually fighting them, whether you win or lose, generally takes like 45 minutes to an hour of just fighting them. And you usually lose. Or have to reset. Uh, yeah, beating both of them has always been my crowning achievement in video games. That's a good one. They're hard. They're hard as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of hard to tell, like, because I played a ton of video games in the past, but, like, honestly, a good boss fight for me. And one that kind of was like that, I don't know how, even how to describe it, like melancholic almost, but you felt 
weird afterwards was actually like in Dark Souls, like fighting Gwyn at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the very first time because the entire story hypes him up like yes. as this badass, as this person that's been like the creation of all this stuff. Yep. And then you finally meet him and he's just like this weakened husk of a, a god. Yeah. And like it's this and the music that plays along with the, it is the like plim plon as people yeah, call it. Like, yeah. is the piano is so sad. Oh, yeah. And you're just like basically I'm putting this thing out its misery yes. at this point. And you're just kinda like and he's difficult. Unless you're oh, really he'll, good he'll at parrying. Ass, but. <laughs> yeah, unless you're really good at parrying. But still you're like I think that's like one boss fight because you're not expecting it. Because no. like I went in blind when I first played it, and then like you're expecting bombastic music, like pounding. Yeah, and it's just this piano just playing throughout the entire time, and you're yep. like, oh, oh wow, this it's is the kind of music that makes you look at yourself. Well, what are you doing? Yeah, you it's know? well, pretty much. And then you find out through the entire game, like I just killed a lot of things. Like now I'm thinking about it, I killed like all these gods, these lords, uh-huh. these everything in my path. I just killed. Yep. Like, not even thinking about it. Yep. And, yeah, like, that's honestly a boss fight that I will remember for a very long time. It's something that I did felt like, oh, yes, I finally beat him because once he got timing down. But first thing, you don't expect him to jump at you at full speed. No, yeah, he jumps like a mile away. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It just smashes you with a freaking broadsword. Zero to a hundred. You think things are going to go slow? Nope. Yeah, because he walks towards you slowly and then jump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like searching back, and I classically have a very terrible memory, so um, <laughs> I really can only think of speak to like the the games and scenarios that uh, are more recent. I'm sure if I thought about it for a long time, I could find something, but the one that like sticks out to me is more about like not necessarily like an epic battle or um, you know kind of a crazy circumstance or world ending kind of situation, but it's more about like the internal struggle of the villain that really gets me and i'm actually uh going to be playing the villain because i'm gming the the fall of plague stone and uh there's a person here who plays it so i don't want to give anything away but i won't speak to the things they've learned but the the boss of the campaign has a really like messed up childhood like mm. her mother was murdered because she was like thought to be a witch and brought on this plague. Oh wait, spoiler alert! If you're gonna if you're gonna play the game, uh, skip like forty five seconds. <laughs> Sorry guys, should have should have led with that. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like the internal conflict um, that exists within the boss is really what makes makes it more of a fulfilling fight and more of like a better character because it's not so much like. My motivation is killing people. You know, I'm bad because I'm bad because I'm bad. It's I was like made this way by like the circumstances. And this is like how I'm coping with the trauma that I've experienced. I think the best villains and the ones you always remember the most are always the ones that you agree with or you have sympathy towards. Or you can relate to it in some way. Like, and sometimes it could be a villain that. Like, instead of just being like, ha, 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 I'm evil, like, that sort of thing, it's more of a villain that is kind of under fear. Yeah. Like, the reason why he's acting in that way, it's like, almost feels like self-defense after a while, or like someone that's panicking and unable to cope. So, uh, Mark, you 
you had Elka actually looking around and trying to because you had discovered that uh, from Calmont that she is that, that she is like a worshiper of Nagorber. Yeah, and like Elka's sitting there trying to figure that out. Why? Like, why? why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like the like Elka's sort of investigating that because you know maybe it would reveal, but it's just like she's just awful. <laughs> she's just awful, oh. and she's just out to kill you. The boss fight that I think affected me pretty recently. It was last year I was playing Sekiro. No, oh. Jesus. And the final boss of that, spoilers, uh, You fir- your first fight, Genichiro, uh, who is pretty much, uh, he's pretty much like the adopted uh, grandson of Ishin. Mm-hmm. Well, he uses a sword that you're looking for to kill himself, and then out of that comes his dead grandfather, not as he died, but as Sword Saint Ishin. The Sword Saint himself. <laughs> the sword the man saint. has not only a katana, he has a spear and a gun, and he uses lightning against you. <laughs> you have to use every single tactic you've learned in that game up to that point, and it is one of the most difficult fights. I literally did it for an hour. Oh, of God. Yeah. Trying, dying. Trying, dying. And I was like, maybe I'll use this item this time. Die it anyway. And I literally just went in. I think I, I think I used healing items and my sword. Mm-hmm. I figured out that it was just that. You can use other items to fight them, and you can use different styles. The best way to do it is just to go head on with just your sword against everything he had. And isn't it funny that literally the best stance in that game, or the best like way of fighting, it he is he created it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ichi. Not oh, Ichimori, I think it was. I'm and, probably saying. And it wrong. he gives you the advice to beat him, as he says every time he kills you, don't hesitate. Yeah, because if you hesitate, he kicks your ass. Yes, he's yeah. just like, no, all right, you gave me an opening. Yeah, yeah, the, Congrats. It, it, it's 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 one of the most difficult fights, and like it's it, it's very personal because you 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 develop like a bond with him, mm-hmm. but like it's just one of those ones that like it it it. It hurts to do it, but it's satisfying because that's what he wants. Uh, something else that happens usually with boss fights, especially really big and important ones, is leveling up. Hey! Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. And in honor of leveling up, I just wanted to detract here. Oh. I made stuff for people oh, here. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh. No way. Oh, uh, yeah. But you He's handing out little DM here. circles. Oh, my Ooh. Oh, Mark, you want to explain what these are? For, uh, uh, they're uh, engraved on uh, acrylic here. Ooh. And I decide to play around with a laser again. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I did, like, kind of sayings. Uh, that each person may have probably said in the past. I have a terrible memory. No, this is from oh Kelly. Dude, God. this is why you're the original badass, oh, Mark. Nice. And, and there's, I need want to redo yours a little bit. But it's all right. It's, yeah. Fantastic. Thy will be done. Yes. yes. Awesome. Nice. And if you hold it too light, it just kind of shows a symbol of your deity. And this possible is saying is... We will definitely get these on the gram soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Power and might of dragons. Yes. I am <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. Adelars is there is profit to be made here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, it's that's truly it's truly uh, the what I always think of Adelar. So uh, what's what's Elkwoods? It is this is my justice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Oh Fantastic. I love it. It's oh, so many layers. Uh, yeah, I know. There there is a lot here. Um What was yours, Jake? This the uh, symbol. The DPS logo. Oh god damn! It actually you came out a lot better. The one, the one that my lovely wife made. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, with all of this, level four, talk about some of the cool stuff you got. What fun new things does level four a truly DPS squad have? 
I'll go first. Mine's probably pretty, one of the more boring ones. Uh, so I, I dipped into Barbarian again and took Barbarian Resiliency to get myself a, some more hit points uh, so nice. I don't go down quite as easily anymore. Uh, so I'm up to 46 hit points. Which is not bad. Um, which will be helpful. You're almost to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a ranger. You're, you get more every level than I do. Yep. Uh, other than that, oh, I took Magical Crafting. Yes. That's my skill feat. And I got a new spell. Which... You want to reveal what that is? Uh, I took Invisibility. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, most of my spells are around self-buffing uh, as opposed to dam- like output damage output. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all my second level spells are self-buffs. Nice. Uh, I, at law finally took battle medicine so (laughs) you know as if i didn't have enough healing potential in the fight uh you know just to add a little extra heal Uh, okay how mad i was when i put elk down and then he just brought him back yeah Yeah, i think it was like an 18 healing too so just (laughs) put me back a lot yeah (laughs) it was a lot and then uh as far as my class feet um i don't know who knows maybe you guys will figure it out it's being secretive i hope it's it's really lackluster so we can make fun of you for it (laughs) yeah (laughs) So, for Elk, he, nothing too, too crazy, I gotta say. Uh, it was just two feats that I was able to go with. But the first one, <laughs> which might come in handy later, is uh, Pickpocket. <laughs> okay. So, it pretty much just, since I'm trained in thievery, I can palm a object that's closely guarded without taking a negative five penalty. Ah. So, I could just, I don't really get negative unless it's like I'm really... Like, hey, I'm digging into this closed-in coin pouch. Like, it's more like that. (laughs) And the second feat for my class is one that kind of relates is Relentless Stalker. That for a reaction, if I'm in melee with someone, Mm -hmm. and if they try to move away, I can use as a reaction and move with them. (laughs) (laughs) So if they try to move away, I'm just chasing them on their turn. So much battle potential. Like, you literally can just... Like mastered the battlefield that way. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, in the in in the in the fight with Vaz, I mean, she she was she had she had her uh, her spider walk, so she was on the ceiling. But like, uh, you know, annoying. if she was doing her tactic of like you know getting away, casting a spell, she would not be able to get some of those oh, off yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's an, that's an awesome ability to have. Yeah, uh, Benson. Other than just appreciating as the frontline fighter, getting a bunch more health and AC. <laughs> um, Intimidating prowess, so I don't necessarily have to know a person's language to intimidate the shit out of them. Yeah. As long as you're stronger than them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yes, and I am always. Um, <laughs> also got Sunblade, which is definitely... It's going to add another level of possible combat. Like, Foss was on the ceiling. I couldn't do anything. Well, Sunblade, it's like a, a laser I shoot out of my sword yeah. <laughs> onto people. So it was. it's just giving me a more diverse toolkit. Nice. Wait, do you have to have full hearts in order to use that ability? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> just shoot a laser. Probably, give, probably like, gives you a another focus point, though. So now you have two. I do have two focus. So I get two to work with each day. I I think sun. I think sunblade or sunblade costs two. Cost two. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's series. But yeah, I mean, but the 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 neat thing about sunblade is the is the potential of it because it it stacks on a lot of things. Yeah. So it's so it's it's. Uh, 1d4, uh, like the standard. If it's undead, it's 
another d4. If it's evil, it's another d4. Jeez. And if you're in sunlight, they all go to d6s. <gasps> yep. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, if uh, by some chance, you know, you're fighting a ghoul in the daytime, you're, you're just going to blast that yep. thing into oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't cost two. It's just a second level focus spell. That's oh, not really? focus two means. It's just a second level spell. Oh, like, better, uh, right? oh that makes well, it good way better. Because yeah, uh, you can only have three focus spells ever. Yeah. At, at focus points ever. So okay. you know, it's just a second level spell. Oh, okay. Right. I gotcha. And yeah. it's heightened. That makes right? things way more usable for me. <laughs> they could always just chug that sunny D. It'd be good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, make sure you pay attention to the heightened subtext <laughs> because you get extra D4 of fire. And there's some other stuff too. Yeah, so yep. I mean until yeah. Jake just goes, uh, yeah, it's cloudy today. <laughs> sun's, yeah. sun's not out. I, the, the people haven't seen the sun here in ages. Um, what are we in England? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always overcast? Uh, so, after defeating Vaz, um, you see uh, the Tixatog, uh, whose name is Bulka. Uh, you see Bulka just bite into Vaz's throat, drag her to the ground, and just start ripping into her. <gasps> well. I guess she's dead. Oh no. How bad is that? <laughs> I walk up to the Texatog and I push it. Does it stop? You like you try I pu- I push it off. Like off of her? Yes. Yeah, it, it, it goes I, I did it. I killed her. Go to wherever you want to be. You're done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she just leaves. She just Exits. Ah, where exactly? <laughs> Back to its scorched up ass nest. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it would like to go there, but uh, you killed everything that she held dear. So, kind <laughs> uh, of deserves so, it. So, uh, I go and search Vaz's body. Vaz's body. Is she completely dead? Or is, is she, she is completely dead? Oh wow! Yes. All right. Um, Solves that issue. So, uh, you want to know what's on her first off? Yes. Okay. So, Vaz had on her, um, she had a dagger that she was using, uh, she used it to cast a spell, um, at one point, um, uh, she did have, uh, have her spell book, um, if you open it up, um, you could, you could read that just to see what she had, um, now, she was sort of living here as well. Hmm. Um, so you can search through her stuff. Um, I will tell you that when you burned out everything in that other room, you did see a pile of stuff where the Tixitog was living as well. Ooh. So whichever one you guys want to go to first, just tell me that. Now we'll... I go to Vaz. You go to Vaz's things? Yes. Yeah, drag her body to an actual area where we can... Uh... <laughs> Stand side by side instead of behind each other. Yeah. All right. Going to be a cinematic moment here. As you sift through Vaz's belongings, you find some books containing what seem to have more of her personal notes as well as letters of correspondence. You see that Vaz has signed her letter with by Norgerber's hand. If anybody wants to make a religion check, you can probably guess what it's for. Yes. Okay. I hope you do better than me. <laughs> uh, how does a uh, twenty-two for Adelaide? He beats me. That beats a DC fifteen. Uh, 
This reveals her to be the dedicated follower of the Reaper of Reputation, Norverber. Mm. Something you knew, but didn't right. have any confirmation of. The first group of letters seems to be between Vaz and someone named Lossland of the Scarlet Triad. None of the details seem to reveal what sort of organization the Scarlet Triad is. However, the last letter from them reads as such. Who wants the handout? Oh, ho, ho. Who likes reading? Just take <laughs> I'm like at a second grade level reading, so... <laughs> There's no pictures. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the letter reads as follows. Vaz, you seem quite confident. If your confidence pays off, we will gladly support you in your efforts of establishing this assassination guild and this so-called laboratory of necromantic arts you desire so badly. The basement of Citadel Alterine seems, seems fitting for that sort of work. However, before we will initiate any sort of patronage towards your endeavor, you must confirm the existence of Alceta's ring and find a way to secure and activate it to its full capacity. It is imperative that we must have control of its power. The importance of those portals cannot be understated. Once you can provide proof of your accomplishments, we will pay you a hefty sum for whatever your needs might be. We expect great things from you. Don't let us down, Vaz. Sincerely, Laszlo. The Scarlet what? The Scarlet Triad. Scarlet Triad. Rosalind of the Scarlet, Scarlet Triad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would like, you could make a uh, knowledge check on on the uh, on the Scarlet Triad. Actually, I will. What type? Um, quick check, Jake. Yeah. Just knowing where I've been and operated in Eladir and all that other stuff, would that help? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. Um, anybody wants to make a society check? Hell yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hmm. Darn. 22. Less than that. All right, going with John's here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, your society check uh, helps you know that the Scarlet Triad is a minor merchant's guild based in Katapesh, far to the south. A merchant's guild? Why the hell... Were they just peddling goods through this possible portal? What the... To be fair, that actually seems like a good idea. <laughs> I mean, I suppose so. Eliminates the transportation cost. And also can get it through borders. Wouldn't have to have anyone investigating goods go through customs. I suppose, but... Why were they digging under Breach Hill? What do they want with this ring of Alcetta? Yes seems to me like perhaps the merchants it's just a front per you know maybe maybe that is what they are to the public eye but they have some darker motives yes talking about aiding her and setting up an assassination ring in a necromancy lab indeed there's nothing good here though you could so I, at one point like 
uh, Adelar has been kind of like out of the conversation. He kind of got snapped back into it when you started asking questions. But you can say that when, as soon as he heard like the existence of Alceta's ring, he kind of looked a little pallor, and, and then he kind of snapped back into normal self. Would we? Oh, sorry. Uh, could an underworld check about the Scarlet Triad? Go ahead, make me one. Okay. Oh. Is anyone who would know? Yeah, come on, we're well. <laughs> What'd you roll? 20. 20! 20. Uh, so, for a 27. 27. So, you, you, whenever you heard them, it's always been like, you know them to be a merchant skill. Like, that, yeah. that's, that, that's what they are. But, like, whenever you've heard about stuff, they're always really, really vague mm-hmm. about what they do. It seems like the only people that actually interact with them know what they actually are doing. Got it. So everything has been covered up completely about like a, about like anything that they really deal with. So merchant skilled, yes, they sell things or something, but you're never quite sure what exactly they do. Yeah, what got they it. specialize in or whatever. Um, so with that knowledge, you're like these guys have been fishy. Yeah, they've always been strange. They definitely have a handle in some other uh, unscrutable business practices. Um, Benson, like, my family, my family works in weapons and textiles. They sell quite a bit of them, but I think I've seen them before. I don't know. And he's just trying to remember facts while you're having this yeah. like revelation. It's like I believe I may have heard of them before, but. Oh, and then he just kind of like silences himself for a moment, like thinking maybe back sometime that there was maybe a possible talk of the Scarlet Triad encroaching or something, you know, just like instead of just being a normal that they've dealt with certain hidden practices and possible expanding empires type thing. Um, one thing that I that worries me, it seems that they were in communication with each other, and they had a great vested interest in this ring. Once the correspondence stops, maybe they shall come around in search of her and in search of the ring. I think we need to find out what this ring is. Hurry, bring her back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Healer! Can, where, uh, where is Katapesh? Yeah, in regards to where we are. Oh, uh, oh God. Would we know that? Where the hell is Katapesh? Is it really far away or something? Or be in relation to, like... It's like across the water from Jomari? Yeah. Yeah, that looks right. Yeah, so it's, it's, like it's west of Jomari. West of, west of Jomari. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> is that, like, other side of the world? No, it's, it's across the inner sea. And then, like, you sail south of Absalom. Like, southeast of Ab- Absalom. And it's, like... There's the island of Jalmarie, and then that's in the middle of the water, and then Katapesh would be on the west uh, side. Kind of like uh, northwest, almost to it. So it's pretty far away from here. It, okay. yeah. it is very it's, far, okay. considering. Like, yeah, it's on the other continent and across the inner sea. Gotcha. It's pretty, pretty darn far away from here. Yeah, so, so. merchants killed from Katapesh, as you guys go, somebody pulls out a world map and goes, that's so fucking far. Yeah. <laughs> it's straight up south from Absalom, actually. It's so, directly okay, south. Yeah. So putting these things together, Adelar is going to see what he recalls about Alceta's ring. Okay. 
24. 24. Um, so I'll tell you, the last time that you did a check, that's what you could get. Yikes. Wait. So, <laughs> yeah. So, reading this again, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't reveal any more information as much as it's a very distant uh, ring of, of portals. Right. Um, and, you know, the... the it's it's so ancient that it's one of those things that it's like you you might have had to have been there, <laughs> like that's how old it is. So it's like it's just like kind of like mythology and now said uh, just about yeah. yeah. It, the, probably, it, I would actually compare it to like elven mythology mm-hmm. because and because it's all like based around like elves and stuff. Right. So you know you've probably heard of like it might might have been like a nighttime story from your mom or right, something yeah. like that. You know. Um, so he's, but. He's kind of like contemplating this, you know, thinking about how set his ring again, and Adelar pipes up. It, it unsettles me greatly that whoever this Lastalon is is talking so freely about the existence of what I consider to be a fairy tale. My mother talked about I'll set his ring, but it was more in reference to something that didn't exist, but he's talking about it as if as if it's something we could touch and see our own eyes. Well, sometimes it seems that fairy tales can become real. And I walk over and just go straight to where the spider's stuff is. Well, was there anything else in her things besides the notes and stuff? Vaz's journal is quite interesting. The entire thing seems to be written in some sort of grim language. Uh, What languages does everyone speak? (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, common? Goblin? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just have common. Common, draconic, what's it? Just common, elvish, dr- draconic. You guys cannot figure out what wow. this is. <laughs> Does anyone have uh, linguistics? I have, this lore is when s- I w- have lore scribing. This is when I wish I was my 5e wizard and was just like, comprehend languages. <laughs> yeah. uh, cipher well. writing is a society. Uh, ability. Really? Yep. Well, I'll give it... I mean, I'm so a scribe. So society? I'll give it that, a check. Technically? Is your scribe lore better than your uh, society? They're the same. They're the same. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll see if uh, if Adelar can do it. Yeah, you set the DC. On, uh, on its complexity. Huh. 16. 16. You're like, ugh. So I'm like looking at the writing and I'm pretty sure the comprehend languages is within Divine Spellless, so... Is it? Sound check. Huh. Because if so, I could just like, you know, focus. Read it tomorrow. Yeah, read it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, if anybody want, uh, anybody yeah. else wants to try. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I is it just society? It's society? Yeah, society. I'll do it. Yeah. No, no chance. I'll yeah, no way. <laughs> oh, oh, God, that was a... That was, that was a shit oh, spell. That was bad. So we're all kind of looking at this. No one can make heads or tails of it. And I just, I look at everyone. I say, well, I think if I seek Abadar's guidance, I might be able to discern this writing tomorrow after my preparations. Yeah. Comprehend kind of, languages is a level two spell. Oh, so yikes. It's a high cost, but, you know. If you can read this. Uh, I'm yeah. going to tell you, you're going to get a lot of information out of this. So uh, it would be well worth that uh, that level two spell stuff. Right, I'm going to write a note. <laughs> Definitely, uh put that in like a protective bag like do not let this get destroyed is that all so other than the gibberish from... book 
Fox? Other than the gibberish book. It's just gibberish. Throw it in the fire. Um, I can't read it. Yeah, I mean, uh, so you look through that, it looks like just a bunch of, of, of this uh, strange language. Um, yeah, she only had uh, pretty much, like, living supplies here. Uh, it, it, it looks like she had been here for a little while. Um, you know, a week or two or so. Um, she definitely didn't move here overnight. But yeah, she, she just has some, like, basic, like, supplies. Alright, so as I walk up to the spider's belongings, what is it doing? Ah, the spider's belongings. So was the Tixtog next to its nest, or did it just retreat further? Oh, it, it, it ran away. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was it was told to run by the thing that heavily, uh, uh, by the person that heavily intimidated it. So. Batman. Yeah. Uh... In the caverns to the uh, in the caverns northeast corner, uh, web coverings. Well, what was web coverings? Uh, covers a large pile of bones. Uh, this is refuse from Balka's most recent meals, and the bones are largely those of small animals who wandered nearby. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check as you look through this pile. Fifteen. Uh, seventeen. Anyone else? Nope. Uh, Adelar is too engaged with the journal. He doesn't care about no bones. Got it. Don't care about no bones. <laughs> well, them bone, them dry bones. you go over and you see this mysterious pile and you look through and you're just like, what? That's gross. Yeah. And, and you, you, you vomit a little bit in your mouth and you're like, oh, right, I can't do it. I'm retching. Yep. Does it t- does detect magic detect anything in there? Um... Because I'll, 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 yeah, I'm going to detect magic on like these two chambers, and then right. also Redora on her dagger to see if it's magical. Gotcha. Um, you do mm. detect magic on the bones. Yep. Benson, really get in there. There's something, <laughs> there's something in there we're missing. Kezra, stop. There's nothing. It's pointless. Why? And I, All right, I'm I'll going. take a look. Twenty-four. Ah, you finally beat a uh, DC twenty. Um. Uh, with your perception check, you notice a small, half-chewed, half-chewed humanoid corpse among the mix. Mm. This is a body of an adventurer who Balka had recently snacked on. Looks to be of gnome or halfling oh, make. It was a small size oh. then. Uh, on his body is a shiny, glowing piece of splint mail and a shiny, glowing pe- and a shiny, glowing star knife. Whoa! Okay. So I kind of show the findings. Like, is this what you were referring to, Kezra? It seems to emanate magic. I read R on it to make sure it's magical. They are both magical. Indeed, they are. Uh. Uh. Only a sixteen on Arcana. Uh. Knowledge. Uh. Yeah. I mean the. Yeah. So, do you want to know the the split mail, or do you want to know the star knife? Split mail. Split mail. It is a plus one pseudo split mail. Oh my goodness, that's really good. Wow. We need to get that resized. Does that fit me? No, but we small we could, size right now. We could probably get it resized. <laughs> no, I, I don't mean resized. Is that better than what I have? Hold on. Plus, plus one's one, really plus expensive one. for yeah. armor. It's, yes, it's plus one magic basically. So, yeah. alrighty, yeah, we need to get that resized real quick. <laughs> right, and the star knife. Just fit your arm in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen. Damn it. Fourteen. It, it looks... You feel the power in it. It feels very powerful, but you can't quite get it. Anybody else want to try? 
Uh, I think you have to be trained, right? To yeah. Not yeah. trained in Arcana. I mean, you can recall knowledge with religion as well, unless it's specifically Arcana. I'll try religion then. Uh, actually, I, I don't think it's gonna. No, okay. uh, just Arcana. Never mind then. Okay. It feels very powerful when you hold it, though. Damn it! I wonder what it is. Uh, <laughs> why you gotta tease us like that, Jack? Yeah. Wait, does, I'll try again in a week. Does, does it have any ruins inscribed on it or anything? I think you'll notice. I, yeah. Ruins, right? Or runes? Runes. <laughs> Some are, ruins. Are there any dilapidated buildings inscribed on this? Is it scrimshawed with old cities? <laughs> uh, so uh, you do see runes. Um, does it look familiar to anything that we have seen before? One of them does. The uh, other one looks pretty, pretty different, though. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna mm. compare. I'm gonna kind of compare it, like because we got um, Benson's sword. Sorry, two of them, two of the runes look familiar. The third one. Oh my god! Three what? runes on this shit. Three. <laughs> oh. Mm. Wow. Benson is suddenly very interested. <laughs> so just by doing a, Jeez. you know, doing a oh, four-year-old memory match, yeah. like. So uh, <laughs> one of them looks to be uh, the, uh, the the plus one rune. The, nice. for, yeah, striking for po- potency. Potency. Yeah. Another one looks to be striking. Oh, oh my gosh. The third one, you Damn cannot tell. No. Oh. And you might be able to find out. Ah, well, let's find the text talk and throw it at it. <laughs> if oh this uh, if this is a similar rune than I have on my sword, Elkwood, I think you are more than deserving of this. Oh, yes. I would gladly look at this and try it out. <laughs> it's a throwing weapon, right? Probably technically or can be. Uh, well, it, we could take the, ru- the rune, rune off, off, yeah. off and transfer it to whatever weapon you want. Yeah, you, you, I do have a plus one. Uh, but do you have striking? Striking is a big deal. So That's, you can use the star knife as a thrown weapan. I think it's got a range of 20 feet or so. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, in like, caves, not a bad idea. But take the runes, though. Um, yeah. Shit. And, uh, but you can use it as like a regular dagger, too. So it's, yeah, so gotcha. it, it's, it's one of those things. But I think it might be a better investment just to take it off. Yeah, yeah. take it off, yeah. put it on your wow. curved blade. Yeah, or your cur- bow. Curbit or bow. Get extra damage die. It's like, huge, extra damn. That's yep. huge. Oh, yeah. Like a plus extra six of... Yeah, extra... That's a game changer. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, so, wow. what do you guys want to do? You have a journal that you cannot read. <laughs> you have a fantastic item that you only know a, por- a portion of its power. So, Can- it looks like the south end of the cave. I don't think we ever explored no, that. Nope. We're going to... Look around down here. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you start making your way south. Um, it goes south. It goes south about ten feet, um, but then it opens up into a hallway hmm. that goes east again. Oh, jeez. And it looks like it continues for quite a while. Ooh. We gonna go? Well, it seems like we might have another another tunnel situation. Could I could be. use some light. All right, and I... And light pop, pops in your shield. And I immediately start making my way down the tunnel. Oh. And as Elk passes the body, of, the body of Oz, he's going to drag it to the center, like, <laughs> here. Just to... Because, I don't know, like, the whole right. aspect of maybe bounties. Yeah, should we take that? I mean, yeah, they're responsible for causing... She's responsible for a lot of shit. She, yeah. Yes, yes. So we should probably... Kezra, do you want to hold on to our bounty? You're just sleeping in the pile of boxes. 
Yeah, just, just throw it on a box. We'll come back for her. <laughs> I'm afraid that the Tixitog might come back and feast on it if we leave it here. But we didn't see it. Just uh, take her spell book and everything that she had on her. It's enough to identify. Yeah, so if, if, the, if the beast is eating her when we come back, we'll just kill him. Yes. It's an evil creature. I'm sure you'd be okay with that. It, the Tixitog spoke common, right? Yes. I'm going to write a note on Vaz. It says, <laughs> don't eat me or we'll get you. Sincerely, <laughs> please don't <Dominus."> eat. Or <laughs> well, Benson will be back. <laughs> it's going to read it and go, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So you guys make your way east into the caves? Yes. So you start walking for a little while. Oh, what's the cardinal direction to uh, back to Breach Hill slash uh, Hell Knight Hill? Uh, you're going east, so you were heading. You were sl- relatively making your way in the direction of Hell Knight Hill. Wow, all right, that's all hmm. I need to do. Okay. So you uh, begin heading heading east. Uh, you're walking uh, not like not very slow, but you definitely can't like just, you know, start sprinting through these caverns. You know, there are certain tight spots. Um, there are certain uh, points where you might need to kind of slide down, you know, like mm. a, kind of a steep point. If, you, if you've ever been spelunking, you know how treacherous it can be. So oh, you're yeah. taking your time. <laughs> Always fun. So you go for half an hour. You go for about a, another half an hour. For about another half an hour. You guys want to stop yet? No. Keep going. So you guys continue walking through. Um, as you are uh, walking through, um, you do see what looks like... Uh, the, the long twisting tunnel seems relatively safe, um, apart from it being completely dark, but luckily you have your light there on Benson's shield. Um you find what seems to be certain parts of it are covered in the dead bodies of giant spiders oh, and oh centipedes. Um, and other things that you would normally find deep within caves here, are there's just corpses. Um, you also find a few broken skeletons that looks, that, that looks like they were fighting these centipedes. Hmm. Um, you also pass a, some very old-looking uh, goblin huts. Looks to be like there were like some like stone or mud huts that are like they use sticks to like prop up in here. Um, huh. So goblins at some point lived here. Huh. Yeah, there's there's quite with, a lot going on in here. With the broken skeletons, were they goblin sized? Like, no, they're regular like medium human sized. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. Like no armor, no nothing around it. Nope, they just had their their typical. They might have had like you know shoulder pad or something like yeah, that, from, okay. you know whatever they're raised on. But, but yeah. everything looks really old. Everything looks really old. Um, hmm. Some of some of it, some of the corpses of the centipedes and spiders look look new, like they have been killed somewhat recently. But when you get to the goblins, when you get to the goblin huts, they look very old. Hmm. I wonder if the precursors of the bumblebrushes lived here. Indeed, I was wondering the same thing. Well, it could have been that spider creature that's been through here. Because didn't you say that they feast on spiders and other things and take over their nest? Hmm. No way to know. Keep but moving. It, yeah, it's... Right, so it's been an hour and a half. You guys, you guys want to take a seat? You guys want to rest? No. 
Alright. <laughs> is anyone terribly hurt from the battle? Uh, I really didn't take that much damage. Yeah, yeah I Elk, either. I think, is down by... If I... If my health was... If I wrote down the correct health, uh, I'm at 31. Okay, well, if you want, I could go ahead and treat It might be a good idea. Yeah. Just in case. Oh! That's a nat 20, so, uh... Full got heal. 48 coming your way. So Very nice. That's a full heal, though. Very nice. Well, that's why I level up, though. I'll actually heal. <laughs> no. Uh, four, 14. 14 health. I think I could use some healing as well. Well, Adelar's hot, so maybe we can <laughs> get some too, Kizra. Uh, yeah, I'm on a roll, guys. Butter me. Oh, it was almost a one. Um, but I made the, the 2d8 checks so. up. Eh, three quarters. Nine health for Kezra. Thank you. Alright, so you take a take a short break, heal up some wounds that you didn't for some reason uh, attend to when you got out of the fight. Uh, and you make your way a little bit longer until it actually opens up quite a bit. Hmm. Oh, God. New map. So, you open up into this uh, large cavern. Uh, there seems to be an, a river actually running through it. Um, there's looks like these... I say natural archways, but it looks like uh, they were magically created just because they're so pristine. Um, but yeah, there's these uh, natural bridges that go over the river. Uh, and this place is big. Yeah. Ben's just going to keep moving. Uh, he's going to stop Benson. Like, put a hand. He goes, hold on. There's running water here. Uh, let's do... Uh, he's going to do a perception check. Like, immediately. Okay. Because it's more of an open area, so he's checking what other foul creatures could be in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, 18 on a die. That is a 26 perception. He sees the water, and he's like, something could be sitting in there. Uh, what was your perception? 26. Um, so you see a lot of, uh, like, underground or, like, cave fungus. Uh, you know, there's, like, some lichen and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but you don't see anything moving. Um, okay. Everything looks pretty pretty still, with the exception of, of the river running through and occasionally splashing up at a few spots. Mm. Okay. Sorry about that, Benson. It's just, uh, if you fall in that water, <laughs> you're not coming back up, I believe, with that armor. Well, thank you for being cautious. I'm gonna walk over the bridge. So, you get to the top of the bridge there, Benson. Yep, and you die. Make me a perception check. Oh, jeez. Power word, kill. That was a really good roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, 26. 26. For like a split second, you thought you saw a humanoid figure sort of standing a few feet above the water. Wait, what? And this shadowy figure just darts to the east. Get across the bridge now! 
following Benson. Sprinting yeah. over across the bridge. I am attempting to stand defensively covering their cross bridge. Except Adelar. Adelar's all... Oh, oh, there he goes. <laughs> the second everyone crosses the bridge, I come down. Something was over the water. Did you get to go look at it? I just saw it. It darted to the east. It looked like a... It looked human, but... Many things look human. So yeah, you sort of saw it just, like, floating there. Above. And... It took your second, like, it took your eyes a second to adjust, and the moment that they adjusted, you actually saw it just shoot off. Mm. Mm. So something is here. Wonderful. We're not alone. Do we see anything over here? Uh, yeah, we're going to reveal that. So towards the east, uh, the room sort of goes around uh, this uh, piece of stone, and you see it sort of comes uh, maybe like 50 feet or so, uh, and then the wall uh, turns south. Let's stay close. Weapons drawn. You come around this corner, and you can see a little bit to the south. Let me go ahead and reveal that now. Ah, oh, there's a race car. This tunnel is a racetrack! Oh, shit. <laughs> Side. Underground go-karting. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that would, be, that would be pretty cool. Hey, if you're rich enough. Yeah. It's called the Hell Knight Hill, or what was that? Uh, Guardian's Way Racetrack. <laughs> Guardian's Way Racetrack. <laughs> so you see to the south here, uh, you see a little bit more of this cave. Hmm. Opens up, there's some like stalagmites and stalactites and some pillars. All pretty normal stuff. Okay, speaking from somebody who's a video gamer, I do not like the way this room is shaped. Yeah. This room is funneling you, and I don't like it. How high is the ceiling? Uh, at 20 feet. 20 feet, okay. Because yeah. uh, Elk's going to be also investigating to make sure there's nothing on the ceiling. Okay. Um, drop down. With, uh, with Benson's uh, uh, shield all lit up, uh, you can see the ceiling. Um, it, it's a little crowded because of because of all the uh, stalactites. Mm-hmm. But you don't see anything. Hmm. It looks very still. Uh, just keep moving. Yes. Benson, you moved a little bit to the south. There you go. Get all the way. I want you all to roll initiative. There we go. <gasps> oh, shit. As a shadowy figure is sitting behind this rock, and as you walked out, it darts at you. Very well. All right, let's get it off. (laughs) It's kicking off! Shadowy figure. So I'm going to need some initiatives here. All righty, you want me to start off? Go ahead. I rolled a natural 18 for... 25. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. 25 for Sir Benson. 8. Oh, God. 8 for Kezer. Adelar, quick as ever, got a 26. 26, all right. Pretty good. And Elk. Natural 19 for a 27. Damn. 27. Oh, we're ready. Nice. Except Kezer. Except for me. 
Yeah, yeah, except for you. Uh, what's your dex mod there? Mark? Oh no! Plus four. Oh my gosh. Do me a flat roll. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> They're They're evenly matched. Oh wow, yeah, I failed that one. Three. All right, uh, this creature got a 16 on this flat roll, so he is actually going to go before you. Wow! Oh my god. This is unfortunate. <laughs> I I was I rolled. And I was like, oh, high and mighty. Like, oh, I got this. I know, right? So, the shadowy figure is going to go first. It is going to slide up to whoever is right there. It's me. Uh, Benson. So it yep. t- takes a little little ten foot shift over to you and reaches out with its shadow hand and tries to strike you with it. Real quick, what does it look like in the light of my shield? In the light of your shield, uh, it looks like a person made of pure shadow. Gotcha. Hmm. Mm. Curious. Uh, got a 19 to hit you? Nope. Gonna do second attack? Uh, 17 that time. Nope. Alright. So it goes up and swings. Does not manage to land a hit. Oof. Uh, Elkwood. Okay. Um, Elkwood, uh, I would say he had his bow drawn at this point. Um, I, I mean, it's a pretty creepy place. I would imagine you guys walked out yeah. with, your, yeah. <laughs> with your weapons. Yeah. Adelaar was like, everyone get out your weapons. <laughs> no! Oh, no! <laughs> I throw him in the river. <laughs> Benson did warn us he saw something. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, he is going to first action hunt prey, mm-hmm. second action to shoot this thing, try to, that is a 15 on the die, so that's a 26 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Good. Mm, okay. With how last combat went, you're due, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, like, I, it was... Way, papers. Alright, so boom. Uh ooh, six and a seven on the die. Seven. Nice. Thirteen points of damage. With All a right. plus one short bow. <laughs> Do me a favor and uh, subtract that precision damage. Oh. oh no. Uh six points of damage. So just six. So your arrow did seem to pierce it. It looks like barely any of that actually went through. Oh. Shit. Damn. Adelar. Oh, uh, well. Oh. I have one action left. Go yeah. on. Shoot him. Mm, I feel like doing this. Uh, he's going to <laughs> command Skull. Do this. Yeah, why not? Uh, he's on command Skull with this last action to attack this creature, which will make Skull move here. Hope he does have. Combat reflexes to bounce around the uh, creature here. He has 40 feet of movement, so technically he could just oh yeah around oh, it. Yeah. And with an attack, he is going to try and bite. Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, it does not seem to make contact. All right, but if anyone moves there, they're fine. <laughs> potentially. Yeah, potentially. Adelar. All right. I'm going to recall my studies and try to determine what it is using a knowledge religion. Okay. 
19. That is exactly what you needed. Yes. To know that this is simply called a shadow. Oh, God. The mysterious undead known as shadows lurk in dark places and feed on those who stray too far from the light. Those who parlay with shadows, typically by keeping them at bay with a glowing weapon, may learn great secrets, for, their I- for they are ideal spies. Hmm. What useful piece of information would you like to know? Is it undead? Uh, it's typing? Yes. So I will yes. tell you that it is... Uh, they are incorporeal undead. Okay. Okay. That's very useful. Yes. Um, yeah. So that is just one useful piece, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, with that in mind... Adelar... You know, I'm just gonna go for the for the first shore business. He is going to focus his energy, pray to Avatar, say, "Help me disrupt the shadow with light." And I cast disrupt undead. So make me a fortitude save. Uh, fortitude. All right. Fifteen. Oh, that's a fail. Oh, okay. So I'm going to deal some positive damage to it. So 11 points of good damage. Uh, so as you uh, as you hold up your hand and, and, this, and the spell hits... Uh, it looks like all of that damage blasted through it. Yes. And I cry out, it is weak to the light of Abadar. Um, good luck, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. After that, it comes to Benson. Benson? Um, I raise my sword to it. Mm-hmm. I own the day. Smite her down, and I cast Sunblade. Oh, oh, oh. nice. Uh, I have to roll an attack. That was a nineteen on the die. You definitely hit. Yeah. Okay, so that it's an undead. Ah, uh-huh. so it is three d four. Uh, it, yeah, it is an evil undead. So, yeah, so you roll 3d4 points of damage. Eight. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. So as you point your sword at it and it and you shoot this blast of, of sunlight at it, um, you hit it and it looks like all of the damage went through. Hey! Nice. That was good damage, right? Uh, so after Benson, it comes to Kezer. That was just my first action, though. Oh, never mind. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> I'll just swing at it. Uh, that's probably going to hit. Christ. Um. Oh, my God. I forgot how much extra I get. That's 27. 20, yeah, that, that hits. <laughs> All right. I love striking rooms. Oh, yeah. You get an extra 1D... One D eight. One D eight. That was sadly a 
I rolled a one and a five. So, yeah, six points of damage. Gotcha. And as my last action, I raise my shield. So you only have a tw- uh, sunblade cost two actions. No, one. It's a second level spell. No, no it, it costs two actions. Yeah, oh, then cast. just the one swing. Okay. Yeah. My bad. All right. Uh, okay. All right, deal some damage to it. Uh, now it comes to Kezra's turn. Because uh, there's like... Uh, only Adelard's light can hit it. Well, maybe some arcane lightning can hit it. He does. Uh, electric arc. So, reflex. 26. Oh. Uh, regular damage. Or half damage. <laughs> uh, four damage. You see it course through it. Doesn't seem to affect it whatsoever. Uh, oh, man. Right. Rip. DR. Uh, I will. I was just gonna move. I'm just gonna move here. Just gonna kind of get out of any uh, clumping situations here. All right. So after Kezra fetally shoots a lightning arc. Uh, it comes back up to the top of the round for the Shadow. Shadow, not appreciative that you are the bearer of light there, Adelar. I mean... <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think I made a good argument. <laughs> uh, well, also, uh, said what it was, it doesn't like that. So it's going to reach out with its Shadow Hand and try to strike you. Don't do it, you'll regret it. Uh, I'm not going to regret a 34. Redemptive strike. I mean... That's a crit. That hurts. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, a 34 oh. to hit. My God. It's minus six, though. <laughs> Wait, it is? Yeah. Oh, you so, take... Oh, that's exact. No, the damage is minus six. No, no the, the damage, damage is minus six. You're okay, still getting okay. hit, son. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thanks for thanks for reducing the damage a little bit. Uh, so, total of 20 points so, of damage. 14, thanks to my buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a natural 17 for 27. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Woo. Play. Uh, that was a three and a one. Oh, oh. no. What's, your, what's the total damage on that? It's four. <laughs> four. Oh, wait, no. Four plus strength, so yeah. it's going to be a little better. Uh, better, better. Uh, eight. Eight. Oh, Jesus. Go through. All right. So okay, not not bad. You you, you did hit it. <laughs> oh, did don't patronize me. <laughs> uh, this thing, after hitting Adelar, is going to do something particular. Uh, so he's going to spend an action. The requirement is the shadow hit a living creature with a shadow hand strike on his previous action. You don't oh. know if I'm undead or not. <laughs> the shadow pulls at the target shadow. Making the creature enfeebled one. Oh. Ow. Oh, no. oh, God. This is cumulative with any other enfeebled conditions from shadows to a maximum of enfeebled four. Of course. If the creature's enfeebled value goes to three or more, the target shadow is separated from its body. 
cool. Whoa. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so it hit you once. So we're just going to steal your shadow and steal your shadow again. <gasps> you could do it again? It's a one action. Oh my gosh. So I'm in feeble <laughs> two now? And it has your shadow. <laughs> no, no. In feeble three, it has my shadow. He's, he's yanking at your shadow. Yeah. He is yanking at your shadow. So your shadow is slowly disappearing, and he seems to be just like holding on to it. I like the idea of like the shadow should be behind Adelar, but his shadow's like in front of him, regardless of the light. Yes, in the middle of combat, it's just like leeching into the shadow. <laughs> now I'm curious, what happens when your shadow is stolen? Well. We might find out eventually. Uh, you die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, after that, it comes to Elkwood. Okay, Elkwood is going to see that his precision did nothing. Is he is going to free action drop his bow? Uh, first action, pull out his sword, mm-hmm. um, and stride one or not stride a uh, five foot step. And swing with his last action. Okay. Uh, 15 on the die, so that is a 26. That will hit. Mm. Right. But precision damage does nothing, so might as well just count that out. Oh, max on that, so that's 8 plus 2, that's 10 damage total. 10 damage? Uh, looks like, uh... Is that a magic weapon by chance? Yeah, it's a plus one. Okay. Looks like uh, about half of it went through. Woo! All right. Uh, that's the end of that. That just also means that Skullt is not going to ever hit this thing. Probably not. He's magical! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's still going to attempt to try to strike it and yep. not do anything. So. You did give him orders. That's true. He's yeah. going to follow them till he dies. Yeah, uh, he missed that. And yeah, he missed that too. All right. He chomp chomps at the air uh, behind him. Uh, after that comes to Adelar. Adelar, being freaked out about his shadow being ripped from his body, mm-hmm. is uh, gonna take an excursion back this way. And, uh, you know, he doesn't like that guy, so he's gonna do another disrupt undead. Light bursts from his fingertips. Roll that. And fortitude save. Mm hmm. Fortitude 21. Uh, it is a pass, but you take half damage. Okay. Hey, that works. So you take six points of uh, damage. Well, positive. positive. Okay. Uh, looks like he, even though you, even though he succeeded, he still took all of the damage. Oh yeah. Nice. Uh, Benson. So this thing is tugging at. His shadow, correct? Yeah, it, it he he is pulling on Adelar's shadow. Adelar moved away, and the shadow still seems to be connected to him. Oh no! And it, it, he has his like he has his shadowy hands in the ground and is like pulling at it. So at that word, cool. light fills the chamber. <laughs> As Benson casts zeal. Yes. Please, for the love of God, hit. <laughs> Twenty-one. That hits. Yeah! Yes! Okay, sorry. Do it. That is. That is an eight, a two, and a six for sixteen points of damage. Uh, nice. You extinguish the shadow. Nice. Oh yeah. 
Nice. And the shadow. Yes! <laughs> Sorry. The shadow snaps back like a rubber band. Yeah. <laughs> knocking at all over. <laughs> so, you have killed the shadowy creature and. <sighs> fucking incorporeal so, creatures. I, I hate them so much. I want to loot the body. <laughs> <laughs> it just turns to, like, puff of smoke yeah, and it just, just goes away. Um, that enfeebled Timbo? Yeah. Enfeebled from the st- from steel from the steel shadow ability decreases by one every hour. Oh, good lord! So you have two to wait hours in two hours. God. Sorry, you don't need strength. I mean, you're right. <laughs> Where's <laughs> that mace? <laughs> yeah, he, he still feels like crap. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. See some beef jerky, you'll be fine. So you guys have walked quite a ways. Uh, you walk through uh, walk through these caves, some caverns. Uh, you probably slipped on a few rocks. Uh, it, you walked quite a ways, and now Adelar has been has been drained. He's enfeebled. So um, could Benson, like, does Adelar look like he needs to stop? I mean, he he looks a little like worse for the wear, but he looks like he's he's still resolute. Uh, excuse me, everybody. Let's uh, let's sit down for a while. I'm feeling tired. All right. Uh, so, do you guys want to take a short rest, or do you guys want to take a long rest? We may need to sit here for a while. I believe, uh, if you want, there's a fortuitous position right here. We'll be able to see out. Yes. More of a corner. This is definitely a defensible place. If we felt we needed to take a long rest, we could. Um, let me go ahead and reveal the rest of the map to you as well. So the cavern winds. Wow, it just keeps going. Yeah, oh my because back goodness. and forth. There's two more. Li- there's two more uh, natural bridges. Yeah, but um, I like this position. <laughs> no, that's a pretty good spot. Yeah, you know, it's the, a good spot the, the, towards like the northern area of, of the cave. There's like a, a little nook you guys could uh, could hang out in, um, and there's only two entrances into it, so it's right. a pretty good defensible position. Mm. Um, and if we do decide to rest here for an extended period of time. We'll have to have a vigilant guard. Don't worry about that. I am down my my healing capabilities, so if we come across another fight like this, I don't know how how much use I would be in battle. Mm. Perhaps it would be a good idea to stay here a while. That, and I could potentially be able to read the journal once I awake. Yes, and I don't think we're chasing after anything anymore, so let us slow down. We can rest now. Agreed. Alright, so you guys settle down for the night? Yeah, set up camp. Um, Benson, I assume you're guarding for the night. Um, who, who else wants to take guard? Uh, Elk will. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you you have Skull with you, so yeah. you, you guys can sort of just sit there and be buddy buddy while while things are happening. Um, real quick, um, Benson, while he's sitting, if Adelar is in good condition, he's going to ask for you to come up. Oh, sure. Adelar is probably just kind of um, not not like too attentively, but he's kind of like looks like he's bandaging up some of his uh, beans. Forgive me, your name, your full name, Adelar. Adelar Vaynor. Adelar Vaynor. Were you named 
because of Abadar? I'm not quite sure why they I was given the name Adelar, for it means proud eagle. Abadar does think of himself as a proud deity, I would imagine, for building massive cities and restoring order, but I would not consider Abadar to resemble the eagle per se. An eagle, as you know, is strategic and vicious, but it's also very precise in its movements. I think it was partly due to my mother and my, my father. I think my mother, she had a an air about her that was steeped in pride, hailing from her elven heritage. I know far too much about proud mothers. <laughs> oh yes, was your mother proud as well? My name, my birth name, was Benson. The name of my... Oh, great, 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 great grandfather was Benson. She wanted me to take up this cloak because she wanted the cloak to rest back with its original line. It was with my uncle and my aunt for a number of years. The second she had a boy, she named me Benson. She almost forgot that there was a twin sister behind me. Wow. I imagine that must have put quite an immense pressure on you growing up. It was the only thing I ever wanted. To prove that I was worthy of it, I did anything I could. Tell me, Benson, are you worthy of the cloak? I always told myself my sister was the right choice but it ended up with me hmm. and why do you think your sister was the right choice I've shown you how deadly I can be indeed your battle prowess is unmatched she's better What? she's always been better than me hmm. and it's always infuriated me but even though she's always been better with a blade in her hands, it fell to me. Hmm. I wish someday that you'll meet Lionel. Or Lionella is her full name, but she is impressive. Well, if if you are if she is as skilled as you say she is, I would I would be honored to fight alongside her. I'm glad we're together. Go back to sleep, he would tire. Yes, uh, that shadow it seemed to take... to take more from me than I previously thought possible. Did you see the way that it... it took my very shadow in its grasp? I've never... I've never experienced anything so dream. The second I saw that, I threw everything I had at it. Thank you, Benson. I... I definitely know that I can sleep here in this cave with all its dangers, knowing that you were guarding. House Black is forever vigilant. <laughs> well said. So, you guys go to sleep with the watch. Um, Kezra and Adelar of Third Ranch, by the way. Yeah. So, Adelar, as you make your way to your little sleeping bag, 
uh, you're exhausted, you're drained because the shadow took part of your shadow. And as you lay your head down your pillow, your mind just begins racing. Every time you close your eyes, your mind wanders back to Guardian's Way, and you feel yourself begin to panic as the mark on your hand throbs and feels warm to the touch. When you finally fall into a fitful sleep, you find yourself in a familiar place. A tree lay before you, blackened to its core by the fire that once consumed it. You can clearly see there is no fire burning. You can unmistakably hear the flames flicker and the wood crackle as the fire, as the water and sap evaporate from its blackened husk. The ground beneath you, however, is not grass but pure darkness. As dark as the tree before you, in fact. As you are lost in thought about why you are here, and why the tree is still burning. Someone emerges from around the hulking trunk. They motion to the tree. The fire of the dragons led us to victory, did it not? Kezra is there before you. You're about to answer when they cut you off. You only fear this power because you are weak. As Kezra slowly returns and he backs away into the darkness behind the blackened burning tree, they both begin to melt into the inky blackness below as the sound of the crackling and burning ebbs away. The darkness then recedes into a bright light, starting only as a speck in the distance, but then slowly widening until it is an unimaginable brightness around you. When your eyes finally adjust, you realize you are back at your childhood home in Chelyak's. You gaze fixated on the scintillating stonework of a building not far from your house. You are lost in unintelligible thoughts when a woman enters the room, surprising you. Adela, there you are. I've been looking all over for you. Of course you would be in here, daydreaming. We zoom out and see young Adelar sitting on his bed, with the sun illuminating his face. For a moment it looks as if he is transfigured. A halo appearing above his head. The woman begins to say something. I... But she stops short, noticing the warm ring of light above Adelar. Adelar, have I ever told you about your grandmother, Alora? On the day of her birth, it is said the sun shone as bright as the light of a thousand stars. Her name is a sacred one, meaning, my god is my light. As she grew, she discovered she had been blessed by the gods, for she was able to harness the divine magics, though she served no particular god. Her sorceress blood flowed strong within her and was passed on to me, allowing me the ability to cast magics, though... Mine are of the arcane nature. I believe her blood flows strong within you too, my sweet Adelar. Don't be afraid of the magics within. They will show themselves to you in the proper time and place, as Alceta sees fit. The scene again is enveloped in light your surroundings suddenly being obscured by the light. You awake just as suddenly and are blinded by the sun reflected into your face by polished steel purchased yesterday. When you arise to take hold of the shield, you discover your hand already carries a shield, but this one is not made of metal or wood, but is composed completely of a dull, warm light. 
alarmed at the sight. Ah, uh, what? You quickly shake your head, and just as suddenly as it appeared, it is gone again. You stare at your hand, the burning tree faintly etched into your skin, wondering if you are still dreaming. And I will see you all next time. <laughs> I need to know everything! <laughs>